Welcome to the Arizona Pickleball League Podcast. Presented by Jigsaw Health. It's fun to feel good. And now, your hosts, Ashley LaRue and the Orchard Security Guy. Hello, Arizona Pickleball family. This is Patrick Sullivan Jr. sitting in for Ashley LaRue today alongside the Orchard Security Guy and today's guest, Caden Nemoff. OSG, let's start with you. How was your weekend? Weekend was great. A lot of stuff going on here, so a lot of uh, intel work. I'm doing some new stuff with, uh, I got to be tasting some food, believe it or not. That feels like an important part of security. Uh, what have you tasted so far? Well, I can't really tell you. Um, we have some, what's the best way to explain it? Maybe some people coming in in the near future that we need to make sure the food is not, uh, what's the best word? Just healthy for everybody. And I can't tell you who it is okay. who's coming. But it is a requirement that they said the food needs to be tasted, make sure it's okay for everybody. Is this for a taste reason or a safety reason? Safety reason. And they do it wherever they go throughout the world. First and foremost, safety. Obviously. Well, they asked the right guy. I have another question. I notice here in the orchard a lot of red poinsettias. It looks christmas I love it. Now, were you in charge of the the flower decorations, and are there any security cameras in those flower arrangements? I can't tell you that, but I was in charge of the placement of them and how many each uh, bouquet, how many each flower has. So you can see there's some bigger arrangements Mm. and then also the smaller ones that we have on the table. Okay, so folks, if you're joining us tomorrow night for the semifinal match number two between the Scottsdale Scorchers and the Gilbert Gladiators, it's going to look Christmassy and beautiful in here. But just beware, you may be on a secret private security camera. So you have now been forewarned correctly. I'd like to welcome our special guest, none other than the team captain, number five, Caden Nemoff from the Scottsdale Scorchers. Caden, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for having me. Uh, this is actually the first time I've done this, so this is really cool. I know. Well, we filmed a documentary, and you were in that documentary during Correct. season one. And trust me, we're going to get to the documentary. I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. Yeah. But this is not the first time you have worn these headphones. No. No, not at all. You've spent a lot of time sitting next to my lovely wife, Ashley, alongside play-by-play for Ashley and color commentary for you. And i got to tell you, both OSG and I can hear through our uh, private security feed because uh, I'm also plugged into his security feed. <laughs> Rightfully so. We can hear you and Ashley bantering back and forth. And I got to tell you, it's been really enjoyable to have you not only on the court this year, but also off the court. Which do you like better, playing or commentating? That's actually, ooh, that's a hard question. I, I obviously, I mean, I have to go playing. Um, yeah. I love playing. But uh, I actually went to school for uh, communications. So uh, before I kind of really got deeper into pickleball i wanted to be a broadcaster for uh baseball football basketball you name it um and uh now i get to kind of have my wish comes true and 
play pickleball and also commentate. Which and is and really you cool. also got to commentate, if I'm not mistaken, uh, at Major League Pickleball in or during nationals was that usap that podcast? was uh yeah 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 that was the yeah. the nationals or ppa nationals this year uh which is slightly different but yeah i got to do some quarterfinal matches on the grandstand court and that was a great time i got to do it with uh the third shot drop uh guy mark renison who's mark renison fairly well-known name as a blast instructor. from the past yeah. shout out to third shot sports yeah that was uh one of the first videos i saw when i began learning pickleball in 2018 2019 and i remember watching mark's vid- video to try to figure out what the hell is a continental grip <laughs> and, Standard and hammer learned, grip man hey osg i gotta uh i gotta ask you on a scale of one to ten how do you feel like Caden's broadcast uh skills are this year well, I enjoy listening to it sometimes. Um, I mean, I got a lot of voices going on in my head, uh, not only from Tuesday night, but just on a normal basis. Just in general. And it's really good. So I'm, I'm going to put you up there um, maybe 8.75. 8.75? There's always that little bit of room. You oh, never know. You'll self-evaluate. Always room for improvement. Yeah. 8.75. That's, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Now, when Ashley's here, uh, she keeps the show on track. And, and she sticks to the fundamentals, the facts. I, I'm going to go a little crazy. I'm going to go a little haywire. And while we're on this note, because I'm guessing he's probably watching, hey, Matt Staggers, uh, who do you feel is the better commentary on the color commentary between Matt Staggers, the general manager of the Tempe tor- Tornadoes, and Caden Nemoff? It's what, what do you feel like there, OSG? You think we could have like a commentary off type of competition? <laughs> And then we could do like I'd be uh, up for it. Skills would yeah. include uh, nicknames, like how yes. you can come up with oh, nicknames yes. on the spot. I'm nicknames. winning that one. Okay. Uh, also, it would include pickleball isms. Oh, 100% got that in the you know, bag as well. Pickleball isms. That's that's an and then we just kind of see where we're at. We kind of have maybe a vote, and we go for it. All right, maybe that's a part of the uh, postseason. Uh, combo type situation. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind that. I, I'm actually. Uh, I look forward to that if it happens. Caden, a lot of people that have seen your hype video, your meet the team video, <laughs> have asked me on court and off court about this special underwear that you wear because that is a part of your uh, your rituals. It is. Are you wearing the special underwear right now? I'm not. I uh, have it saved for tomorrow. <laughs> Probably for the best. Yep. I, I, you know, I, uh, I'm i a l- little bit of a clean freak, so uh, wearing underwear two days in a row is not really my style. So um, knowing that I had a Tuesday night pickleball match coming up, I, I immediately washed them, and I have them saved for tomorrow for sure. So you planned out your clothing. You're like, yep. Absolutely. Got to save these for later. 100%. 100%. Let's go back to season one. Season one, Scorchers, one and three, limped into the playoffs as the fourth seed, played the 4-0 and Tempe Tornadoes. Yeah. Get into the championship match, face off against the Peoria Pythons, and ultimately Scottsdale Scorchers hoist season one, the inaugural Orchard Cup. What did that feel like? I don't even have words to describe it really. Um, last year genuinely like was 
a roller coaster of emotions. Um, I think for me and Pessa, especially, um, and even Brad, I think he, you know, um, we all had pretty deep connections with, with all four players who we started with. Like I'm super close with Michelle and Haley. And, um, you know, I think it was all kind of like really tough on us because we played that prototype match and we had a really great match and we all kind of went into the season thinking like, oh crap, like we can do this, you know? And it was just kind of tough. Cause like, I mean, no, no shade towards Michelle or Haley, but I, let's be honest, you know, pickleball is not, um, you know, their full-time thing. It's not even really something they're like, oh, Hey, like, you know, Hey, I got two hours. I'll go hit some pickleballs, you know? And so, um, I actually cracked this joke with Haley one time during our matches and I was like, oh, Haley, like, you know how I know you, like, haven't, like, been practicing or you, like, don't play that much? She was like, what? I was like, you've had the same pickleball shoes for two years. I'm not <laughs> kidding you. So, um, yeah. I mean, it was... Uh, That's an interesting observation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we made some some moves, you know, solely based off of, you know, just pickleball and performance and, um, I think, dedication to the sport. And, I mean, it paid, uh, paid off for us at the end of the day. And uh, that first season was pretty special. OSG, what did you think about that first season, that storyline? It was uh, the <laughs> the Scorchers had quite a few ups and downs throughout the throughout the season. They definitely came together towards the end. Um, just played lights out, and it's interesting because we're in the exact same scenario coming into tomorrow night. Indeed, we are. Season two, Scorchers limping into the playoffs again. One and three as the four seed tomorrow yep. night playing against the undefeated four and oh Gilbert Gladiators. What a nice transition, OSG. Yeah. Caden, give us a little preview on tomorrow night's match. What are your thoughts going against these Gladiators? You know, um, I was telling somebody about this. I like, I know this, this sounds exactly like last year's situation. Um, I think. One thing I will say is this year compared to last year is just the the comparison and in, in, uh, or the the difference I would say in in play and level of play. Uh, this year, it definitely has gotten a lot more competitive and a lot more intense. Um, and I just think uh, you know you can't kind of walk in tomorrow for me at least and just say, hey, I did this last year. Let's just go do it again. Like it's very it's a very different situation. Uh, obviously, a, a different team. Um, Clearly, I mean, by by on pen to paper, best team in the league right now. So, uh, can't take anything for granted. But I uh, definitely am feeling confident and excited for tomorrow. Good. You got to go in to every match with confidence. Absolutely, confidence is how you hit your shots, execute, stick to your game plan. On that note, what is your game plan? Ooh, um, well, I can't go too too deep into that. Um, you know, but uh, definitely. I like the matchups that are, are kind of set in place. Um, I uh, was telling someone that, you know, the first time I did the matchups against the, against the Gladiators, I actually would have liked to have done a few things differently. Mm. Um, so I would say the matchups are something I really like, actually, going into this game. And, of course, you know, we have a, you know, we can always go back and watch the gameplay and make some adjustments off of that as well. So... I uh, I like like OSG. I can't actually say, but I like our chances. OSG, any predictions for tomorrow night's match? 
you know, we were talking about how it's similar to last year, but last regular season game was – did you announce that one? Because you were one point away from not even being in. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes. So that oh, had wait. to be challenging because a match breaker. No, no, no. That was surprise and, and Gilbert, right? Yes. I was actually yes. filming a podcast with my partner, Jordan, and uh, I told him, I was like, we need to turn this on live right now. So in the middle of our podcast, let me set the stage here for we'll yeah. come back to that. But let me set the stage here for the listeners at home. So week 12 was the three and O Gilbert Gladiators faced off against the O and three surprise stingers. And right. you might think a match like that. There's no reason to watch. It's has no implications, whatever. Ha 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 ha. You'd be <laughs> wrong. The surprise stingers, had they beaten the Gilbert Gladiators, would have knocked Scottsdale Scorchers out of the playoffs. And that's so, how it was last year, too. So week, <laughs> yeah, so week 10, we're in a match breaker. Yep. And Brad Dohanek, the general manager of the Scottsdale Scorchers, is a great video of him on Instagram. Yep. Uh, just uh, go to Brad Dohanek's page. It's really easy to spell his last name. Yeah. Don't worry yeah, about yeah. that. He's he's looking like an inflatable creatable at a tire sale on the side of the sideline as the Gil- yeah. Gilbert marches back. It's I think what did we have a tie at 12 12 well, something OSG? like that yeah 11 11 i think it was 13s as well 13s we pretty were tied at 13s but the gilbert gladiators uh hung on to win the match and allow scottsdale scorchers to potentially come up with a repeat of season one you know i questioned it last year and i questioned it again this year and i was like why do they not put head-to-head in here and that's exactly why you got to keep things interesting and uh well of course you know stress me out as much as possible and you guys have done that back-to-back years great so take us to you were recording shout out to jordan brionis your podcast partner brionis pickleball Mm -hmm. you two were recording an episode while week 10 tuesday night pickleball was happening take us through your thoughts when that was uh developing to a uh, a slow (laughs) roar Let's put it this way. Jordan was asking me questions. I didn't. I wasn't even listening to the questions. I was literally face turned to the TV, and he was asking me questions. And I had to ask him a couple times, like what he was asking me. <laughs> uh, so, it, so nobody should go listen to that podcast episode, or you just had to just skip that it. little portion. Skip that. Portion. <laughs> skip that little portion where I, I very, uh, very poorly answer a few questions. So I want to go back and talk a little bit about season one. We filmed a documentary. Mm-hmm. The working title currently is Breaking Pickleball. I didn't that know that. title will be explained sometime and revealed. It, it is actually revealed. It came from a moment in an interview that Ashley and I had, and I'm pretty sure that will make the final cut. But Caden, hey. um, you played a big role in that documentary, being one of the leaders on the Scottsdale Scorchers. What was it like to film a documentary? It was really cool, actually. Um, I mean, every every week just getting mic'd up is really cool because, I mean, uh, you know, as a just an average sports player, I mean, you watch so many cool moments within Major League Baseball, uh, National Football League, NBA, yeah. where, I mean, if you go on social media and, and there's a mic'd up moment for a player, like, it's always just so entertaining, you know? And um, I think, actually... A few um, networks even have like parts and segments where they're like interviewing a player or 
Um, that player's just mic'd up and you can kind of hear them a little bit louder while they're on the field. And it's just so enjoyable. So coming week in and week out and seeing Cole and him having the mic in his hand and being like, here you go. Yeah. Um, it was, it was super fun. The only thing that was a pain in the butt was I would get so sweaty in the middle of matches that the little sticky part on my chest would fall off all the time. So they, uh, eventually went to duct tape and they had to duct tape it to my chest. And luckily I'm bare on the chest. Thanks mom. Um, <laughs> And that that's what had to work for a few weeks. And then even that stopped working. So eventually, I think the last like two or three games of the season, I wore a sports bra. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a little different. But uh... <laughs> well, I will readily admit that the story of the Arizona Pickleball League breaking pickleball was very much inspired by Welcome to Wrexham. And Welcome to Wrexham, great documentary, is the first time I've seen men wear bras. Uh, sports bras, and uh, turns out there's a nice use for them, uh, and that's basically to hold in microphones. And that's ex- now it makes sense. It really does. It just all makes sense. Yeah. Well, we're excited to see. We're <laughs> we're currently in the editing process on Breaking Pickleball right now. We are planning to release it in March of 2024. Ooh. OSG, have you seen any of the footage from that? I was just going to ask you. Uh, so you have had a couple teasers on the last couple halftime shows of TMP. Mm-hmm. And my question was, and you just answered it, when it, having, going through it right now and seeing rough cuts, what is your initial reaction to it, Patrick? I'm a big fan. <laughs> um, I've been involved in it, though. <laughs> so I better like it. Yeah. Um, The team here, uh, Corey and Cole in particular, the two lead editors, have already spent many, 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 many hours uh, getting the footage in place. We expect it to be a seven-part docu-series. Each of the seven episodes will be approximately 30 minutes, and we're currently having conversations with a number of different companies that sort of represent documentaries and stuff like that to potentially... uh, who, who knows where it could be? Uh, Just to let you know now, I don't have Netflix, so please don't have Netflix. <laughs> okay, you hear that, Netflix? You're out of the running. <laughs> Amazon, Disney. Okay. Uh, I don't have Hulu either. Okay, uh, well, we'll have to run it by yeah. you then. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> well, uh, let's talk a little bit more about 2024. What are your plans right now? Here we are in December. There's a lot going on in the world of PPA, APP, MLP, Arizona Pickleball League looking to launch season number three in March of 2024, along with the documentary. What are some of your uh, plans, things that you're looking forward to next year? Yeah, I, uh, I'm i actually really excited to play pickleball full-time next year. Um, I I got to kind of give that a go and get a taste of it uh, for kind of the second half of this year um, after I left Legacy and uh, loved it. I I genuinely loved it. It was, I mean, it gets a little little exhausting here and there. Uh, There were probably, uh, there was, I think, a month and a half where I didn't even get to touch my bed. Uh, or touch the door handle of my front door. So um, I was just like in a different state every weekend. Um, and, you know, all that travel, it, it can take a toll on you, but um, it genuinely is my calling right now. And I, I genuinely enjoyed the half year that I did this year. And I'm 
really excited for next year. I'm, I mean, I'm still going to be working with Jordan. So um, we teach these uh, special types of clinics called intensives. They're called two-day intensives, and um, those are really great. And so I'll just be uh, teaching pickleball here and there and playing full-time on the tour, playing PPA, APP, hopefully, uh, you know, make a name for myself next year. Well, I think you are well on your way towards making a name for yourself, Mr. Caden Nemoff. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Quick plug to Brionis Pickleball. How can people sign up for those intensives? Because that sounds pretty cool. And uh, OHG and I might be interested mm -hmm. in signing up. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a little background on it first. But um, it's a two-day intensive. It's 10 full hours of on-court pickleball uh, split between two days. So five one day, five the next. And... Um, in those five hours, I mean, the first day is all kind of, you know, a lesson plan, like here's what, we, what, what we're going to work on. And then that second day is, you know, kind of like a, a refresher of what we worked on and then really specific on what our clients want to work on as well. So um, it's me and four students. They come in um, from all different places. Uh, my last uh, intensive, I had a guy from Ohio. I had two guys from the Bay Area and I had... Um, one guy from Texas. Mm. So uh, it's just a lot of hands-on work. You know, we get to do a fun little dinner at the end of the day and kind of talk about everything that we worked on. And then uh, we type up action plans at the end of it to uh, help you kind of move forward and progress, you know, with us not there, but still having a kind of list of things that you want to continue to work on and, and get better at and little reminders and here and there. And um, yeah, if you guys go to Brionis Pickleball, Dot com. You guys will find, you know, bios on me and Jordan. You'll find some information and then you can ultimately see if there are some dates in there that, you know, could work out for you for intensives. Awesome, man. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Well, for those of you uh, tuning in on camera, what you can't see on camera is to the court where we are facing. I see four gladiators right now. We've got Craig, Augie, Ariel and Ashley waiting for us to finish this podcast so that they can start their their practice. So we don't care about their practice. At no, least I, was I don't say one technique that you could use as a game plan is just basically tell us your entire life story for the next two and a half hours. They don't get to practice. Then maybe scorchers win the whole thing. I was actually thinking about telling you about the first day I ever remember having like vision of my life and uh, and then just going on from each day there. I think uh, that's a perfect story for another time. If you do like an eight-hour podcast, that, I think listeners would love that. No? Well, actually, but, if you thought about it, the entire podcast would take the entirety of your life up until now. Yeah, it would. Let's do it. <laughs> Guys, do we have enough uh, tape in the hard drives for that? Okay, they're saying yes. All, All right, right well, let's go. Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> OSG, maybe you could uh, take us home. With a different plan. Let's take it home with a different plan. Let's do it. Pickleballers, the last two weeks have been intense here at the Orchard. Security has been heightened. All the equipment thoroughly checked daily. But I have noticed something different. Players from both teams have been spending extra time getting ready for tomorrow night's semifinal match. Calling seeing if they can get in for extra court time. You can just smell the intensity, the competitiveness, the sense of urgency. Gladiators trying to stay unbeaten while the one and three scorchers 
thinking they can pull up the upset. How? How can either team be ready to do this? Well, pickleball or sports psychologists often say to try and create the environment, the atmosphere, beforehand in your head to help ease your anxiety and be ready to perform at your best at the right time. So everyone, let's close your eyes. RJ, cue the music. Let me help you with what these players experience at Tuesday Night Pickleball. Lights go out. The crowd starts clapping with the music. It's loud. Smoke machines cover the court. Spotlights come on. DJ Pickle says, live from the orchard at Chicksaw Health, it's Tuesday night, Pickleball. Your heart's pounding out of control. You can't feel your arms. Your dopamine levels is uncontrollable. He calls your name. Cold sparks go off. Fans are screaming. The place is electric. And your mind is racing. And before you know it, Leslie calls out 002. Yeah, it's intense. Blood pressure is off the charts. Mouth's dry. Can't breathe. You want to throw up, and everyone's staring at you, waiting. Pickleballers, this is why you play. The adrenaline rush, the pressure, the goosebumps, the chance to complete under these circumstances. It's just a big bowl of orchard awesomeness, playoff style. Until the next episode, good night.